0: Well, hey, I missed you guys and had a good time while we were away, but Derek Sharp here back on Bulls Beat, and we've got a little bit of catching up to do and a little bit of programming to lay out for you here. A lot of things have happened. Let's see, that football player who I was, for reasons I explained, tight-lipped and being able to mention, he's now on the team, so we can talk about the new quarterback for the Bulls, or one of the new quarterbacks. That'll be a Conversation that, of course, as we get closer to fall will become even more interesting. Uh, Some new members of other programs coming in as well. And a brand new head coach for the new program at the school, Women's Lacrosse. We'll talk about Mindy McCord here shortly. Baseball wrapped up. Golf as well. In fact, the only team still going is track and field. And the only other bull that's still playing, even though not representing USF per se, is Melanie Green. But she's got a pretty big event going on, so it's pretty much winded down. And with that in mind, we are on our summer schedule beginning today. June and July has... Traditionally, been where we pair Bulls' beat down to three shows a week. Frankly, there's not much news going on during the summer, so it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We were not on the air on Monday because I was still on vacation in Colorado. If you go to my Twitter page at Derek Sharp, D A R E K S H A R P, you can see some of the fun that we had. The weather was incredible in both Aspen and Denver, but we are back on a Wednesday and ready to catch up just a little bit. You'll hear some of the highlights from the baseball games from last week, not many, of course. Unfortunately there weren't many and we'll take a little bit of a stock in the team, but during these summer months on the program with no games to actually give you highlights of, of course it'll become a lot more interview-based. So I'm getting the word out with my friends at USF that we're gonna try and catch up with the, you know, head coaches basically of every team and that's just for starters. Can also talk to other members of the squads, whether it be an assistant coach and an occasional student athlete. You know, we have Zoom these days, there's ways to do interviews with those who are not on. Campus, so we'll take it a little bit easy during the summer, but still keep you informed whenever there's news and have a little bit more time to kick our legs back and do some conversation. As far as off the air stuff, there's plenty going on. Got all this audio of not only full games but highlights, and it's kind of strewn about on my laptop and in other areas where we store things. The audio archives are going to need some tidying up this summer. It's things that I always have on a checklist during the season, and then it's like Well, do I clean up the audio archive in the next two hours, or do I prepare for tonight's, you know, volleyball match or soccer game or baseball game? figured I called about 170 events this year, and I love doing it, but it doesn't give you as much time for some of the other stuff, and we'll do that this summer. And another thing we've decided to do for the summer is basically after three full years of having two channels, we still have two channels, but Bulls Unlimited 2, if you'll notice, is not live 24-7, well... We're not live unless we're doing a play-by-play event, but, you know, actively programmed. You can hear plenty of the... Fight song, the alma mater, and some other neat little nuggets we drop in there. But as far as 24-7, the only programming that will be on Bulls Unlimited 2 will actually be this show. We'll run it from noon to 2, so you get plenty of chances to hear it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Remember, since, again, there's not much conference news also during June and July, the hour will end with Around the Americans. So two airings of Bulls Beat, 9 to noon, followed by Around the American at the End of the Hour on Bulls Unlimited, noon to 2, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Bulls Unlimited 2. And the reason we're not doing away with the channel is, believe me, there will still be plenty of chances to use it for live play-by-play as we did this last year over 20 times. But yeah, for those other 330-odd days when there's no need for the second channel as far as play-by-play goes, we'll be paring that down. But as you'll hear if you pop it on Bulls Unlimited too, you can always get the USF vibes going on that channel and just know it's not going anywhere. It's just not going to be as active until there are game days. And I was scanning back through some of the first three years on the channel. We used it plenty and especially remember that spring of 2021 when the sports of soccer and volleyball were pushed from the fall. Boy, we were using it a lot in this past year, again, about 20 times. But I also looked at the other parts of the calendar when there was no play-by-play, and it did take up a lot of my time getting that thing programmed, so it'll give us more time to do other things. And the plan is to try and get even more soccer and volleyball on the air, namely go to some more road matches if we can, and we should be getting the schedules for those sports pretty soon. And, of course, in a few years, we'll have women's lacrosse. We'll talk about the new head coach here. Shortly, but yes, we can say the name now. Gary Bohannon, Gary Bohannon, Gary Bohannon. It's official. G-E-R-R-Y, pronounced Gary Bohannon, is on the USF football roster. Yeah, he'd be a pretty good example of uh, somebody I wouldn't mind catching up to over the summer if we can. He just had an amazing year at Baylor, which, as you know, challenged for the college football playoff, came up just short in the Big 12 championship game. Now, he did not play in that game. He had a hamstring injury, but he was their starter for 12 of the 14 games, and while well, they didn't lose that often, Definitely a running quarterback. In fact, his passing numbers do not jump out at you, but certainly can get the job done there. Out of high school, was rated the top dual threat quarterback. Out of Arkansas, he went right to Baylor, but honestly did not truly break out until last year. Played in three games, but really as a Wildcat quarterback. Did not complete a pass in 2018. In his second season, ran for 42 times, 272 yards, only threw at 36, completing just 17. Only played in two games in 2020, then again last year became their starter. Actually guided them to the win against Oklahoma, which was fourth ranked at the time, 27 to 14. They'd actually had forgotten lost a couple of games leading up to that, including to Oklahoma State, but they beat Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve Championship game. And then beat Ole Miss in the bowl game. Now again, he played in that game and it was twenty-one to seven, but his passing numbers seven for seventeen. 40 yards, just one touchdown and one interception. It was more about their defense and their running game. So, yes, he had a phenomenal year. And, yes, he will challenge Timmy McClain. But he was also beaten out in the spring game by a backup quarterback and actually, in a good move by Baylor head coach Dave Aranda, he went ahead and said to Gary Bohannon, you're not our starter, which has allowed him to enter the transfer portal, and he has two years left of eligibility. And I saw immediately there was concern from Bulls fans like, well, this upset Timmy McLean and make him want a transfer. No, I think this is just good competition. This is what you want. And we'll get an idea of the competition, well, in a couple of months. And speaking of a couple of months, we know the game times for the first few games, including the kickoff against BYU at Raymond James Stadium, would be a 4 o'clock game on Saturday, September the 3rd, ESPNU. So a national television audience, of course, you can record the game on ESPNU and listen to it live on USF Bulls Unlimited. So we know our first airtime will be 2 o'clock on Saturday, September the 3rd. The next week's game is against Howard. That'll be a 7 o'clock kickoff under the lights at Raymond James. And then the following Saturday, it's a seven thirty road game against the Florida Gators. The SEC Network will do that one on television. Our other game time, we now know the Friday game at Tulsa. That's November the 18th. Well, that'll be a late weekend. That's a 9 o'clock game. One other football note, they have recently given the green light to mention a new transfer as well. On the defensive line, Division II All-American Jonathan Ross, he's from Bowie State. He picked USF over schools like North Texas, Hawaii, Akron, and the like. At Bowie State, just had 29 tackles for loss and 10 sacks as part of an 81-tackle season. Bowie State went 12-2 and all the way to the quarterfinals where they lost to Valdosta State. At the Division II level, he is out of Maryland originally. Maryland, perfect segue, the men's lacrosse national champion as the lacrosse season just wrapped up. And hey, with it all wrapped up, now we can tell you who the women's lacrosse coach is as it was announced on Tuesday that Mindy McCord will be the leader of the USF program, which begins play in just a couple of springs. And boy, the Dolphins for the last 13 years were among the top scoring teams in the country, including this last season. They beat Stanford 20-8. to eight. In the first round of the NCAA tournament, then lost to Host and 7th seeded Florida, 15-10. to 10, Multiple Atlantic Sun championships and NCAA tournament appearances. And this last year was the JU Dolphins' second trip to the Sweet 16. 73% winning percentage as the coach at Jacksonville the last 13 years. And again, head to usfbulls.com for many quotes and also her entire record. It's amazing. Basically, all of her stops whether she was coaching at a small college in her hometown or helping the school that she got her master's at in Virginia Tech start up its program. She became a head coach at the age of 23 at Oberlin College and then again 13 years ago started the JU program and got it to well being at a top consistent level every single year and the hope is she can do the same with the Bulls. So we'll have much more on Mindy McCord, including her family and her husband, is also a coach. They have the sport in their blood and, again, started it up at the Division One level when it wasn't that big of a deal in Florida, and it's starting to continue to be a big deal and will be here at USF. That's not the only thing that's happened since I've been gone. Again, both the baseball and men's golf seasons ended, frankly, in similar fashion. Would you rather have your hopes dashed at the very end in heartbreaking fashion or Kind of know you're not advancing early, as that was the case. Also some news about some former Bulls pitchers, in fact, many of them. And oh yeah, the team that actually is still going. Men's and women's track and field have a quartet headed to the national meet, the final meet of the season. We'll give you those details next on Bulls Beat.